This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. What do the car companies know that they're not telling us? GM, Ford, and Stellantis are all slashing costs by $2 billion, mainly by cutting employees. Last year, Ford cut 3,000 jobs globally. This year, Stellantis is going to cut 3,500 blue-collar jobs. And General Motors offered buyouts to 5,000 white-collar workers and just got rid of hundreds of contract employees. The question is why? Does this all have to do with EVs? Car sales and profits are going well, so it's not a reaction to an economic downturn. But maybe that's what they see coming. After all, inflation is stubbornly high. Gas prices are going back up. The Fed keeps raising interest rates and an uncomfortable number of banks are going bankrupt. Maybe we're trying to read too much into this, but it sure looks to us that the Detroit 3 see something on the horizon that they don't like. Most foreign automakers have seen sales fall sharply off in China, but that's especially true for the Japanese automakers. Their sales fell 32% in the first quarter, which Reuters calls a crisis. Toyota was down 14%, but some are doing much worse. Mitsubishi's sales in China were down 58%, Mazda was down 66%, Nissan 46%, and Honda was down 38%. Analysts say the main reason is that Japanese automakers have been slow to introduce electric cars in a market that is EV crazy and where ICE sales are falling fast. And it's not just EVs, it's also digital content and features. Honda CEO Toshihiro Mibe told reporters that Chinese automakers are ahead of it in software. EV startup Lordstown Motors warned that it may have to file for bankruptcy. Its biggest investor, Foxconn, claims that Lordstown breached a $170 million investment deal that would allow Foxconn to buy 20% of Lordstown. Foxconn invested over $50 million in the deal, but it refuses to spend any more because Lordstown's stock price fell under a dollar. Because of that, it was delisted from the NASDAQ stock exchange. Lordstown says it has until the middle of October to get relisted, but if that doesn't happen, it will probably be forced to file for bankruptcy. BMW is using cameras, artificial intelligence, and robots to perfectly paint its cars. AI-controlled robots sand, polish, change attachments, and switch out sandpaper all on their own. Then cameras track all the progress. BMW calls it automated surface inspection, where black and white stripe patterns are projected onto the vehicle's surface so cameras can scan it and detect any variation. If something is found, data showing the exact shape, size, and location of any error is recorded and then used as a feedback mechanism. But BMW says the robots can't handle everything, though, because they can't process the edges of the body or doors. So those areas still need a human touch. Even so, BMW says it saves time and boosts quality. We want to know what drives your testing. 
OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Is the National Council of Corvette Clubs pushing back against EVs, or is it just trying to be safe? I'll let you be the judge. Last November, the NCCC banned EVs and hybrids that use lithium batteries at its competition events. It mandated that anyone who drove one to an NCCC event had to park it at least 30 feet from any structure or any other vehicles. But then Chevrolet unveiled the Corvette E-Ray, a hybrid with a lithium battery. And so the NCCC retreated. It said the ban was all just a big misunderstanding and that it only applied to fully electric vehicles, not hybrids like the E-Ray. But we think it's going to have to backtrack again. After all, it's no secret that a fully electric Corvette is under development. And besides, the National Fire Protection Association says that 284,000 gasoline-powered cars catch fire every year, mostly from fluid leaks and frayed wiring. Legacy automakers have to pick up the pace when it comes to bringing new products to the market, and Mercedes is turning to its Formula One team for help. That's how it developed the super-efficient EQXX electric car concept that delivers six miles of range per kilowatt hour with a battery pack that's half the size of the one in the EQS. And they developed that car in only 18 months. Mercedes typically took 58 months or nearly five years to develop a new car. Now it's down to 40 months and derivative models will be in the low 30 month range. Ford and Audi will get into Formula One in 2026 and General Motors is trying to get in as well. And that's because F1 gives them access to the best engineers in the world who are experienced in designing software-defined cars developed with digital twins that run on centralized computing systems. As the old saying goes, racing improves the breed. The supplier Gentex, which makes rearview mirrors, dimmable glass, and lighting technology, is investing in and forming a collaboration with Israeli startup Adesky. Adesky developed low-cost thermal cameras that can make ADAS technology and autonomous vehicles safer at night and in bad weather. Gentex, which didn't reveal how much the investment is worth, will help Adesky bring its technology to the market. We'll also provide a link to an interview we did with Adesky at CES. For a long time, I've wanted to go on an off-road adventure. But to be honest with you, 
I get intimidated by all the little details. Like where would I go? Will my vehicle actually make it? And will the area have the kind of trails and scenes I'm looking for? Well, Ford is taking some of the hassle out of planning that off-road journey of a lifetime. It's launching the Bronco Trail app that features over 1,200 trail maps that are made by professionals. Users can see points of interest like a tricky off-road spot or a scenic outlook. They get satellite imagery and topographical maps. The app will even tell users where to adjust their tire pressure so they have the best chance of tackling the obstacle ahead. It covers more than 18,000 miles in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, but the only problem is that right now it's only available to Bronco owners. I wish that Ford would open it up to everyone. But speaking of off-roading, GMC is offering the same off-roading packages that Chevy recently made available for the heavy-duty version of the Silverado. But instead of ZR2 and ZR2 Bison, GMC calls its trims for the Sierra HD, AT4X, and Extreme AEV Edition. They come with a lift kit, spool valve dampers, skid plates, locking rear diff, and all-terrain tires and more. And also like the Silverado, the GMC off-road trucks feature either a 6.6-liter gas engine or a 6.6-liter diesel, which are mated to a 10-speed transmission. GMC says dealer arrivals should start later this fall. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for making AutoLine a part of your day. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.